Welcome to the Back to Basics Soccer Podcast, where we talk about youth soccer development in America. The focus of this podcast is to get listeners like you to ask us anything about soccer development, either as a player, coach, or as a parent. I'm your host and founder, Oscar Kiroga. I've spent over 20 years as a competitive and high school soccer coach and fundamentally believe we can develop better systems of training in America if we talk through our challenges as facilitators, coaches, and parents of players looking to enjoy and perform in the sport of soccer. Now, let's start the show. Hey, and what's up? This is Oscar coming back to you again from a... Uh, from a few minutes here where I can uh, kind of give some thoughts and pass these back out onto our podcast. I uh, just was at uh, my daughter's track and field event here at a local private school and just up, they have a large, uh, kind, of a, uh, kind of a large campus in terms of fields and things like that. So they, they were obviously running uh, track and having some field events and up, up across a back end, they have a very nice actually one of the nicest soccer fields here in Oklahoma in terms of uh, uh, the, the maintenance on the grass. I did my C course out at this field. So I um, happened to walk across, go park in a back parking lot because the parking lot was full, and uh, right next to the parking lot is this back field where the uh, Tulsa Roughnecks, one of the uh, semi-pro teams here in uh, Tulsa, um, was practicing, holding a session. Found that kind of interesting. Now, I, this is probably back to the days where I used to watch um, in Argentina when I was staying there. I, I used to go to a, a backfield country club in a little town called City Bell, and that's exactly how it sounds, City Bell. Of course, in Spanish, you would uh, pronounce that a little bit differently. And they have names like this all, all across Argentina, like Boca Juniors, Newell's Old Boys, uh, River Plate. I have English-style names based on uh, some of the influence of the English settlers there or English um, colonizers. And so in City Bell, I used to go to uh, same type of backfield. They had a little practice field, but they actually ran a lot of the junior divisions. That I'd actually go watch every weekend. I'd actually go watch uh, some of the divisions, uh, seventh, eighth, ninth division. When I played fourth division there with them, trained with them there. Uh, that's where we would play, and that was the uh, that was the first division practice field, and it just brought me back to the days where I would watch professional training. Uh, I've done it on a number of occasions. Had a chance to watch a lot of um, a lot of the first division type practices. I've watched Boca Juniors uh, come and practice in Arizona. I've watched uh, um, America the, from Mexican uh, professional division. Uh, so, so a handful of them. And so what brought me back to this was just kind of this old memory of me observing. And what I do when I observe is kind of watch levels, kind of reflect uh, player levels. I reflect to see what, you know, who is literally, who does the right things with the ball? Who does the right type of thinking? What's their IQ? Uh, and when I say that, it's like, what, what do they know about soccer and how do they translate that into the pitch? And then, on, and then I also uh, take a chance, and it's, it's very, it's very multi-dimensional when I watch professional soccer training, um, even at the second, third level uh, type of professions, professional leagues. 
And uh, I watched coaches. I said, what do they do? What do they instruct? How are they talking to the group? What are they trying to do? And, uh, uh, and it, even in this level, Tulsa Roughnecks, so that's the first time I've actually observed one of the coaches playing in the session with their players, trying to get them prepared. They were doing the first session was, well, they did warm up, and then uh, I didn't get to watch the entire set practice, but they did warm up. I, I watched them doing that. Very much just like what you would do if you uh, were preparing your team, if it was uh, maybe a, a more advanced type of recreational team, high school team, competitive team, you have your warm-up, and then you do a technical session, and then you run right into the tactical. And if you don't know any of that, I mean, just follow me along. Uh, I have that included in my practice plans uh, there at B2B Soccer. I'd love to have you try that out. But um, So they did a little bit of a small... Sided, trying to get a lot of the technical sessions going, getting their feet work going, a lot of uh, movement, a lot of uh, uh, talking, conversation. So uh, then they moved into uh, 4v. It's a very, very um, common session where you can, now can uh, explore a lot of space. You try to isolate the field when you play, doing 2v1 in different areas when you do a four-goal game. So it's a half-field type of uh, grid we play half the field and you set up four corner goals, just small pug goals, uh, into the four corners. And it really exploits moving the ball, exploits uh, you know isolating fields, trying to get in, into 2v2, 3v2, 2v1 scenarios, even 1v1. So there's a lot of little stuff that you look at. And uh, interesting that the coach kind of did the same thing. I mean, instructed as, as much as I would remember instructing a youth team. I mean, and it's in similar, you know, you, these are semi-professional players who are looking to aspire and have a level that they can go to at the very top of or looking to aspire that. Uh, but really, uh, same type of adjustments that a coach needs to make even at the youth, at the youth level. First touch, uh, you know, second touch and uh, where to place, you know, after you, pl- after you play the ball, where do you stand? Uh, what decisions do you make? How quick do you make them? I mean, these are all things that, um, that I wanted to, you know, I wanted to comment on and put this in this podcast was really kind of instructing that um, as a coach and as a player, I mean, the levels of instruction and even the level of, of, of play, like, you know, as a player, you're needing to make better choices and you're needing to have a, have a soccer IQ to do it. So in certain scenarios, how do you do that? What do you do off the ball? It's very similar. Even if you're a recreational player, high school player, competitive, you're making these decisions in the game, and it's all based on the uh, all based on the opponent and the, and the league that you're in. Um, so even at the higher leagues, I used to I used to watch that. Even the professional level, you could very much tell the difference though, because there's so the the adjustments are so much more in unison. So it's not so structured around one player unless the one player happens to be, you know, in a book of juniors if you're Carlos Tevez or, you know, Martin Palermo, uh, Schelotto, these guys that have amazing levels of soccer, then, then you allow them to have more individuality. But more commonly, you're structuring a lot of uh, how you instruct and, and develop a, a, a level of play around team, but still, there's there's a lot of uh, organization around. Then there's a lot of structure around. Again, the basics of soccer, understanding the the ability to dribble, pass, shoot, trap, 
have possession of ball. So, um, uh, kind of rambling here a bit, but I wanted to leave that as a podcast, um, a podcast commentary, kind of something that, uh, that I happened to see today as I went to my daughter's, um, track meet. It was very interesting. Uh, something I'm able to at least document, uh, for today. So hope you enjoyed that. Hope you, uh, t- took away a few things that, that goes on in my mind as I watch soccer and I, and I do that not only at the professional level, just even watching youth teams, although it's just easier to pick apart sometimes watching different youth teams. Um, so anyways, I hope you're enjoying your day. I hope you're able to uh, uh, get the best out of your training and your practice environment. And uh, you go do what you do best. We'll talk to you soon. And look forward to visiting with you again in our next podcast. You've been listening to Back to Basic Soccer with your host and founder, Oscar Quiroga. If you have a need to implement progressive training through an online soccer training experience, consider Back to Basic Soccer. For more information, visit us online at www.b2bsoccer.com or become a follower or subscriber on Facebook, Instagram, or our YouTube channels. I especially want to invite you to subscribe to our podcast. Send us your questions about soccer development, and I look forward to talking with you in our next episode soon. And remember, practice does not make perfect. Perfect practice does.